0: Um, review podcast, other than a place where two men may analyze the masterpieces of our time, a reflection of society. And what is a man but his own mirror in which he stares deep into his void of the abyss? And who am I but a man with dreadlocks and sunglasses who, who sort of just meanders around this
1: plot? <laughs> oh god hey everybody welcome to the indie film review my name is jared that's dan hello dan it's so good to see you who are we but two humble film reviewers Mm, who prostrate ourselves at the foot of hollywood we review independent films here we also say some lewd crude weird shit we try to make jokes it's part of it and we're in the nude so we're gonna review a film it's called everything will be fine in the end now there is another i think it's like a tv show or movie called everything will be fine so i was having trouble like looking up information on this or like where to watch it i think maybe this film is still in the indie circuit right yes now, it is. And that's why people cannot yeah. watch it okay good that clears that up for me this was sent to us i believe by the director him sheriff uh, and that is joe bartone so yes. thank you very much joe for saying this to us he wrote and directed it joe bartone and, maybe it's uh, joe bartone yeah. <laughs> oh that sounds way cooler than bartone because bartone's like a musical thing i don't know That's it's kind of fun too
0: i think either one is great you did a great job in submitting I think it's no f- <laughs> <Bartone>. way <laughs>
1: he's gonna love this <laughs> He's gonna really regret sending his movie to us. But no, so this is a independent film through and through. Dan, questions, as we always do on this show. Well, first I gotta ask each other questions. What? Talk about what the film is about, right? Oh yeah, that's the first thing we always do on this show is describe kind of the plot a little bit without spoiling.
0: Oh man, this film is very hard to pin down. So I'm gonna do my best. Um, it's about three friends. Who are kind of like slackery, like slacker is kind of being kind. <laughs> they're below they're below. More like slackers. criminals. Yeah. <laughs> they're um they're navigating their early twenties and um their criminal tendencies in-, in the grand city of LA. And um they end up committing a crime and the crime spins out of control. They have to find a way to um not get caught for the crime and uh, it's it's very it's a very existential movie that that's the the exigence that's the propulsion of the narrative that's what gets the film going what you really stay for is the insane existential crisis they have and the uh, the philosophies they spew and just the psychotic
1: break of one of the characters oh my god um, it's it's a wild ride. It's almost, because you say the film is about them trying to cover up this incident, but I feel like a lot of the characters don't even really care that much yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's more about... So they're not trying, but they're
0: reacting to it.
1: Yeah, it's just like, this is a thing that happened to us. Because George wants to get her dog back that she stole from someone else. Yeah, so... (laughs) That kind of felt like the entire... But then that plot doesn't matter either. It's very... This movie is very strange.
0: So, okay. Before we get into questions, Jared... Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, and forgive me, Joe, for, I I hate doing this, but, like, this film reminds me of so many other films in a good way. Like, it it takes, it takes little snippets and little um, inspirations from all of these amazing films, and then it amalgamates them into one and really comes into its own as a film. Like, I thought, I thought Joe had this really nice a touristic touch if if a touristic a
1: touristic touch yes. did you just invent a word i think i did
0: he um <laughs> just like this film fe- doesn't feel like anything i've seen before and i thought that was pretty cool
1: yeah it gave me like john waters kind of a vibe a little bit Th- and that's then what I'm it's saying. like slc S- 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 punk yeah and it it's it's yeah. bizarre well and then
0: wong car Wai, and then dude the whole fucking it, every scene of frank booth is just channeled in the character buzz you know from from blue velvet
1: yes yeah. yes uh, i felt like that was almost an homage at that point it had to have been <laughs> now we'll have to talk about that scene later because yes. there are some things i want to point out with that uh i forget if i even did no we didn't do questions yet. No, we didn't. <laughs> anyways so question for you dan how did you feel about the camera work in this it was awesome.
0: Yeah. The the film it, like it looks really nice. It has very interesting composed shots, like just framing everything is awesome. Composuristic. Composuristic. Oh my god. Don't <laughs> I will continue to make up words if you let me. Um <laughs> Movement is awesome. Like, movement, it, like it, it's not drawing attention to itself in these big, grandiose movements, but it's, it's definitely the camera needs to be part of the group. You know what I mean? Like, the camera is kind of an uh, anonymous
1: observer that's always there. The camera felt like, he's like, I'm gonna, just gonna do some weird, different shit every scene. So mm-hmm. the camera's constantly doing just this wild, like, there's like shaky cam scenes and there's like intentionally out of focus stuff Mm -hmm. where it's making you like feel disoriented and weird and wonky and then there's like more standard stuff so there's also like these these quick succession shots kind of like Shaun of the dead Mm -hmm. so this is a very uh visually interesting film very yes um so dan question jared
0: uh two-parter how did you enjoy the acting
1: and choose a favorite (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think the acting was uneven at times with some characters mm-hmm. and that could just be because some of these actors this is like one of their first major films that they've done i think
0: they all did excellent despite i understand what you mean by uneven
1: i think the person who played george which is basically elsa, lead, I think her name is yeah elsa kennedy is amazing i think this was one of her first roles too uh she may she may have been in some other shorts but she was fantastic who played in this. buzz uh he is a veteran actor. Kent Harper played Ken Harper, Buzz. Yeah. He rules. He's super good in this. So yeah, no,
0: you are absolutely right. I I can't choose between George and Buzz. Like Yeah. George, they're powerhouses. Like everybody else kind of Yeah, they were very good. It's not that they are bad at acting. It's just they they they're not George or Buzz and that's really what yeah. this film revolves around. Like mm-hmm. you have two very strong and very offbeat characters i mean everybody's offbeat but it's like they these are the ones that we gravitate towards because of how offbeat they are mm-hmm. and well um,
1: their their center of gravity is way stronger than the rest yes, of the characters
0: yes yes it's just how it is it's just a vortex everybody's just like drowning and
1: yeah because <laughs> other Georgian. characters like so Kai and Ray, I believe are the other two characters' names. Yeah. They're they're the they form the three group of friends along with George. They are just drawn to her and they just mm. kind of do and say whatever they she orbit. wants. Yeah. And one is trying to protect and the other one's kind of just along for the ride, just kind of like vibing and chilling and just like going with whatever the flow is, but she's still caught in that flow of the madness that is George, yes. just destroying everything in her way. One wake. of the most
0: interesting characters is kind of overshadowed by buzz like i whatever relationship he has to buzz is unclear but mank that guy yeah
1: mank is very interesting too yeah
0: incredible like just every every personality works in this film and then you have the guy that i was making fun of at the beginning um this
1: strange like omnipresent narrator i think of him as like the priest he's like the preacher i don't know what he is i think that role i think he did a really Good job, but I feel like it was overused in the film. I feel like he showed up too much. I I think I would have liked it if he maybe bookended the film like SMH, in the beginning bro. and then the end.
0: SMH. What? I disagree 100%. Okay. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I I liked his interstitials. I liked the way he was narrating. I thought he was a incredible presence and he matters. Like his presence in the film matters towards the end because what matters more than him is the, we can't really talk about it because of spoilers, but his ending of the film, it wouldn't make any sense
1: unless he was in the film as much as the other character. That is interesting to me. Uh, What I'll say is I felt like... His role, like, I found his dialogue to be very interesting, but there were times where the music I felt was just too loud for what he was saying, and I had to turn on subtitles because I'm like, I don't know what he's saying at this point. Because, and I sometimes it was okay, sometimes it wasn't. Uh, you'll see when you watch this film that like a lot of it is music videos, like, a lot of this keeps breaking down to like a musical montage, okay? So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I feel like this is most of what the film is, I'll
0: concede that point, but. It's not most of the film, except whenever whenever it breaks into an actual music video, that was wonderful.
1: I will say um, the, the music in this film is fantastic. It's really, really good. I was getting a little tired of seeing everything kind of broken down into these like musical montages over and over again. I felt like they would interrupt scenes and then we'd have to come back to that scene Like we'd have a scene with like two people at the park or something. They're talking. And then all of a sudden we cut to another character and it's like a musical montage of this kid skateboarding for a bit. And it doesn't really have anything to do with anything. And then we cut right back to those two characters. I'm like, what was that? Mm. And either you're in the mood for it or you're not. This film, like, it's definitely a mood. It's it's a vibe.
0: Sounds like we were (laughs) in two different moods whenever we watched it. Because I love I ate it all up, man.
1: The more I'm talking about it, the more I'm kind of into it. It's it, definitely, definitely just, what a weird film this is. I will. Is
0: what it, say. Well, yes, exactly. It's weird. I will definitely agree with you that it does burst into those moments, but I enjoy that. Like it, it, the film, I think you described it very well. The film is not necessarily a film. The film is a mood. You know, it's like yeah. it, the, the the narrative is not what's important here, even though the narrative is, is, is very strange and enigmatic. It is more so about what the film makes you feel in those moments.
1: Yeah. And this film made me feel a lot. It
0: covers the <laughs> gambit. Yeah. It makes you feel sad. It makes oh you laugh God. and it makes you feel horrified, which is wonderful.
1: All right. So I think we're at the halfway mark. We can start getting to spoilers. Okay. Um, if you want to watch this film too bad, I don't think it's out yet, <laughs> but it's called everything will be fine in the end, uh, by Joe B I R T O N E.
0: I was looking on, um, Vimeo, like he has a bunch of, uh, kind of like director's commentary for this film specifically, which was mm-hmm. very interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like he's doing his own extra content
1: right now. So I'm going to go check some of that out. He's so extra. So, uh, the animation explosions that are in this film—they're so quick, but they're so well done. Mm-hmm. You almost like blink and you—you you miss them. But like where it shows, like the the kids and their legs are kind of dangling off of the cement mm-hmm. blocks, and then it's like cuts to like real people there, or like and, and it's there's some of that in the intro. I just thought that was so much fun. I really enjoyed that aspect of the mixed media in this.
0: Well, and how, so mm-hmm. how did you? Yeah, go ahead. That's the thing that bothered me. Like Really? It ha- it, no, 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 no. I liked I liked the animation. What always bothers me, I don't know why, because it happens all the time. I should be used to it by now, but anytime that I see um superimposed iPhone messages on the screen. That bothers
1: oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You really... That is a pet peeve of yours. I don't... <laughs> yeah, it, like, every single
0: time... I'm, so, it's like, that's the one thing I'm like, uh, stop it. So, it doesn't happen that much,
1: thank God, but... Yeah. I want to get out more of the positive of this film before I get into some of my uh, criticisms. I'm curious,
0: because I don't really... Like, the, the only thing that I already
1: said, which was <laughs> the text on the screen... <laughs> oh, really? I really like this film a lot. So I feel like some of the scenes go on for too long and then they start to really get the dialogue becomes so abstract that I'm just either completely lost because like we were saying, this film is like a mood. It's, it's how it's making you feel. So if you're looking for the plot, you're going to be left behind. And I feel like that's kind of where I, like, I didn't, I almost needed a primer of like, hey, this is going to be a fucking weird movie. I don't know how they would have done that in the very Mm. beginning to really get me in. So there's that issue, uh, which isn't really, it depends on if it's an issue while you're watching it. So I was getting a little bored with some of the long-windedness of the monologues that characters would go through. So uh, what do you you think about what I've said so far? (laughs) The long-windedness didn't bother
0: me because like I said, it it, it, it gave the film to... It gave the film the opportunity to get that abstract in the dialogue yeah. and that abstract in, you know, the character's psyche. I think that's, like, important ingredients to this film in general. I will agree with you that I wasn't expecting it at first. And whenever, it like, it took me a while to get my bearings. But once mm-hmm. I got my bearings and I understood what this film is, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get this film now. And by the time I got the film, the film shifts gears again and becomes Blue Velvet. yes yes. and again like I say that with with all the respect in the world because this film is not Blue Velvet let me say this Blue Velvet paved the way for what this film does because this film is more Mm. disturbing if that makes sense like Dennis Hopper he's a powerhouse psychopath right and he is very disturbing but Buzz has that same caliber of being a psychopath but he does more raunchy shit yeah like it's it's even more upsetting to watch because of what he actually he takes frank's booth characters and he he pushes it further and involves corpses and it's like
1: oh no. okay well i feel like when i'm watching blue velvet though i'm feeling like dread and anxiety
0: i felt dread and, and anxiety I, during that scene. when
1: i was watching the scene we're gonna talk about like, it just felt gross. <laughs> well, that, that's I just part felt, of it. It's like, this is gross.
0: That's part of it. Like, I felt dread and anxiety. And then it, it, it. So I started with the dread and anxiety. And then I slipped into, like, oh God, no, this is disgusting. And then I'm there and I'm feeling it. I'm feel Jared, that's the thing, man. You are Ew. feeling it. Okay, let's okay. So to clarify Describe what I'm talking the scene. about. So earlier in the film, George is like trying to get a job to probably you know the 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 thing is to get money but she's she's scoping out a place to rob right yes. and she she finds this woman who's like a crazy neat freak and she has like her whole house This lady's great plastic. by the way. I know. Wonderful
1: character. And oh, Wait, so one of my favorite scenes is when this uh, the neat freak lady is having George clean her toilet. Oh, yes. And this she's like hovering is over amazing. her. amazing. <laughs> it's the best scene in the and film. George is like I smiling it. and just like, when oh, is she going to leave? Oh, my God. It was so good.
0: <laughs> that was and a she's, very like, good like getting scene.
1: off on her cleaning yeah. the toilet. Yeah. yeah that was fantastic. It was fantastic. wonderful.
0: And then that same toilet, guys... In case you were upset that they're cleaning a toilet in an indie film, what what's that about? That's the opposite of what indie films do.
1: Yeah, we want we want big duties in there. There's
0: a character that shits in this toilet. There's a toilet scene. Guy.
1: Excellent, there excellent. Is.
0: And what's what's best about it is the toilet was cleaned before the shit, so the
1: shit has time to dirty the toilet again. That's right. To really get in there. So wait. So let's go through it. We have throwing up. We have shitting. We have sex scenes. We have a rape scene. We have uh, almost raping a corpse. Yes. Scene? Uh, torture. Uh, <laughs> <what else? laughs> Did anyone jack off?
0: No, unfortunately. All right. Uh, well, we... we can't
1: have everything we want. <laughs> we can't have it all, Dan.
0: Go ahead. Continue. Um, anyway. So later on in the film, um, uh, George uh, hires her friends, Kai and Ray to come and help rob this house. And um, in the middle of all this, they're, like, you know, having sex at this lady's house for some reason.
1: Jesus Christ. There's this whole scene of her, like... Just she like drips honey on her pants because she's like lapping it up like a puppy dog, and then she's like, "Well, I better take my pants off." And she starts making out with the other girl, and then they all fuck each other while oh no, the man and the woman fuck each other while the third girl makes a sandwich and then feeds it to both of them. That was fucking amazing. I love that. Um, ridiculous. Just fucking anyway. It that was giving me the pink flamingos. Like this is disgusting but this is one of those montages file. that
0: you were critiquing before jared
1: yeah <laughs> anyway yeah during no, this honestly, montage wait wait i'll say this i think the film is strongest when it is doing the montages i just feel like it relies on them too much there's too many of them you can't have a film where it's back to back montage 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 are you
0: telling joe what he can and cannot do
1: i am telling (laughs) this is my opinion dan i'm not saying he he can do whatever the hell he wants
0: guess what man he did it the film's made
1: (laughs) he did i know he did i know i'm just saying it's it was a little much for me it it gives me like watching anxiety i'm just kind of like oh that's
0: what reminded me of like you know those early 2000s like kind of Amelie type films, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, absolutely. That's the fast why. Pace of that's this. why I liked it. Like it. It was so in that not genre, but like that style. And I think Joe does a really good job of emulating it, but then adding his own creative liberties.
1: Um, this film was giving me anxiety. But it does feel like that's kind of part of it. Yes, it's it's Cause, definitely because of the message and the theme and what's going on. Um. Anyway, so whenever
0: George and her cronies are like all fuck crazy in this lady's house, the lady ends up coming back and she's about to kill them with a kitchen knife because uh, they're back. they are in her house and rightfully so. She needs to get these intruders out. Anyway, um, they kill her. They could have just made her pass out, but um, Ray takes her skateboard and does to her face what, you know, skateboards would do to faces
1: a bludgeoning effect. Yes. And um, well, no. Uh, so, what the guy puts a tarp because yeah. she has plastic everywhere, wraps it around her face, and then they hit her on the head. Yeah. Um, now, but then,
0: then, then Dan,
1: what happens?
0: Then the rest of the movie. Yeah, George has this amazing guilty con. Well, I mean, we don't know. I'm assuming it's George because George is the main character, but you can see like the woman haunts her like you see the woman in the tarp the entire rest of the film just in the background. And I love that shit. I thought it was so awesome. Just like, let's bring attention to it sometimes, but like make it still in the back. Like you, it's constantly in the back of your mind. It's that kind of thing. Like there's this one scene where like, um, they're at a playground in the park and the, 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 the ghost is on the swing and you're like, why the fuck is she there? Yeah. It's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. She yells at it at one point. She, uh, lets it smoke a cigarette and it actually tries to smoke a cigarette and it can't do it. I'm like this is getting a little silly but that it was charming I, it was I fun I loved
0: it like I I thought it was a really cuz I've never seen it done like that before. So um George and, George and Kai they go off and they have their existential crisis talk about abuse and like do you love me all this other stuff and yeah, Ray, that was not Ray for me. feels too well that's that's a different conversation. Um Ray feels too <laughs> guilty about this so she's like oh shit I got to help I I got to find somebody to help me find the get rid of the body. And then she goes to Buzz. And Buzz is like this guy who it's implied that like he had sex with like he raped George. And we
1: could go an hour just talking yeah. about Buzz and how anyway, fucking insane he this is. Character. An insane.
0: Basically, Ray goes <laughs> to an insane person and asks, "Hey, can yeah. you help me find her? Help me hide a body?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Buzz gets there, sees the body, has a absolute meltdown, and he's it,
1: fucked up on drugs and gets her fucked up on drugs. Yeah,
0: goes insane and ends up raping Ray. Almost rapes the corpse. Almost rapes the. Co- it's like what is what is happening and like he he's the shit he says in his delivery it's like oh my god like
1: yeah horrifying terrifying
0: stuff and then the the piece the resistance of this scene is where like he's like he's getting ready to to violate the corpse but then he takes the corpse's hand and touches ray with it while she's on the couch next <laughs> yeah, to him, and he's yeah. just he's just berating her verbally while he's doing this i'm like what yeah. is happening for killing, right now yeah
1: killing the woman yeah oh my it was god pretty wild it was insane so yeah i think it was an effective scene and again i feel like this is always my criticism for a lot of independent films i feel like a lot of things just kind of go on for too long for me to where it becomes less effective the longer you sit in it and I know there are certain scenes where it's, it is better to do that, but you got to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. I, I see Dan disagreeing with me. I
0: mean, I, I, I see your point. I see your point. I have seen films that I will completely agree with you on. But for some reason, just the, the, my taste, this film, it, it, it invigorated me.
1: No, I get it. By all accounts, I should like this movie more than I do. And I, I, I enjoyed a lot of this movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's there's so much to enjoy. And I like I said, I understand the criticism and I understand that you
1: probably aren't going to be the only person to think that by by watching this film. I mean, this is going to be a tough movie for most people to watch. I think more weirdos like us are would probably enjoy yeah, it.
0: Definitely a cinephile's thing. But like what what level of cinephile have you unlocked? <laughs>
1: Can you appreciate this <laughs> film? <laughs> you watch Irreversible and you're like, wow, that was a pretty fun movie. What a fun, cute film that was. And you're like, oh, I wonder what's next. <laughs> and you find this movie. No. OK, question for you. Do you think that that scene, the Blue Velvet scene in this, you think it was earned? by what has happened in the rest of the film. Do you feel like the buildup and everything coming to that? Do you think it would have been more powerful if George was there and that was the climax of the movie? You mean if George was the one that was being? Yes. Or she was at least in the room and, and like all the gang was there to just to be terrorized by this guy. And that's where the film was ending. Two things. with was him just being a fucking psycho. Two things could have helped
0: it. Yes. A would be if George was the one that was there instead of Ray. But George was off doing her thing. Second thing that would have helped is give Buzz more backstory or make him more of a presence, like a threatening presence. Because he he does go from zero
1: to 100, like at the drop of a hat. I mean, they do give him a lot of characterization and he is just an awful, despicable person. But what if they had just a glimmer of you... Of, like, oh, he's okay. There's like one thing about him that's not completely awful. So I feel like there's not a lot of likability with a lot of the characters. They're all scum. And I believe that is intentional. But then it also makes it hard for me to kind of glom onto these characters if I don't care about them and what they're doing they're almost like disposable to me and maybe that's kind of part of it too with how the film is feeling and these characters think they are disposable. Like that's Mm -hmm. how they feel as well. But then I, I feel like, so like George gets into this thing where she's like, well, all these bad things have happened to me. So I have to inflict all these bad things on other people. Do you, does it ever like, does the film ever question that? I don't know if it ever really gives a pushback on that either. And, and like, I, I get, I don't like, think if you're raised in a shitty environment, it's good odds that you're gonna be shitty, but you know, not not all people who've been in that are fucking monsters. Right. But the I don't know. The the there's like a meta
0: aspect of that a little bit, yes. right? Like she she is she is self conscious to a point where she can say that, you know, I've reflected and I'm only shitty because I was somebody was shitty to me. And but is, isn't that shifting the
1: blame, too, then? Right. Well, that's what that's what these characters are. Yeah, I know. But then it's it, it makes me it's just hard for me to care about their adventure. And then they all like get away with it at the end. It, they have like a really happy ending at the end. Like everything will be fine in the end. They are. They all get in their car and they ride off and it's great. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, guys are fucking murderers. And I mean, you know, bad people can get away with shit. That makes sense. If anything, that might be
0: a commentary on, you know, the... Society. Society. It's a commentary on films in general. Like, you Mm. know, films have, Mm. you know, Mm. these amazing endings that you can wrap up in a bow and, like, say, all right, everything's fine. And consider, and I don't know if this was intentional, but consider the way in which the film ends. It ends with the title, which is everything will be fine in the end, but the way in which it ends, it says everything will be fine dot 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 or everything will be fine in dot 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 then the end like as in like the the ending title card so that dot 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 I think is important because is everything ever fine in the end whenever the curtain falls (laughs) because we don't see what happens past the story right? and that's That's whenever your brain is actively trying to construct things
1: so a wise man once said A good story's ending is just knowing when to stop telling it. Yeah. Because if you keep watching the princess and the prince, when they come together and they kiss and it's a happy ending, they're going to grow old and they're going to die eventually. Yeah, exactly. Some other bad shit's going to happen. to them. <laughs> exactly. You know? So um, it's like just knowing when to end. So
0: then, well, speaking of the ending, the, the ghost in the,
1: the, oh. oh, when the ghost transforms into like a plastic princess the, and she walks it's away. It's so
0: good. Okay. So the preacher narrator, Jesus character he walks arms with the woman who is in the entire film after being dead. And the tarp that they had put her in that she's haunting these people with has now turned into her dress. And I'm like, dude, that is so fucking cool. That's a, like such a cool yeah, idea. I, it was really cool. It, 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 it was just such a nice touch. Like just he's like, oh, I got this really good idea. And then you do it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm.
1: oh, so good. Okay, so final thoughts. Yeah, we're we're long. I know. Well, I had a lot to say. I feel like we could have gone on for yeah, another hour have. on this film. Yeah. There's so much so many interesting scenes we could dissect in this. This film was bizarre. It's weird. It it makes you feel the feels. Uh it's disturbing. Oof, man. I I'm glad that I watched it. Yeah. I'm glad no. that I watched <laughs> it. Me too. It was it was hard to watch, but I think it's because that's what the film wanted. It's like this yeah. is a grimy fucking everything's shitty and awful. <laughs> Watch the fucking thing, you bastard! And I'm like, God damn it, okay. I would say for my final critique, be less preachy with the dialogue and more showing it with the characters because I feel like you already did a really great job of showing that with mm-hmm. these characters. Um, but I don't need a sermon. Uh, and then, like, you literally have a character that is giving you a sermon, you know, like, that narrator character the whole film, and I felt like it was a little much for me. Uh, but okay, yeah, that's it. Dan, your final thoughts? This film kind of has... I mean,
0: I've known this for a while, but... Um, you love necrophilia? Oh, God. You're a sick fucker? No. no. I've known this for a while, and I've kind of categorized them for a while, but I've never actually voiced it publicly. So um, this this film sits in this really cool genre of of drama films that i like to dub the underside of la where it's like all these films <laughs> yes. that are like i love films that are set in la and just expose how dirty and dingy it is and it's it's fucking the underbelly awesome. the under, just like, like blue
1: velvet because like yeah. Blue velvet has like the beautiful white picket fence and then they zoom in on the grass and then there's the ear yeah Ooh. then you
0: have yeah. mulholland drive is set in la you have um under the Silver Lake, set in L.A. Yeah, you have yeah. um that oh, what was the name of that ten ten headed skeleton movie that we watched? Oh that yeah, that movie was wild too. Um, this movie, and then there's another one um about uh two transsexual um anti or protagonists. Like I think it's called Tangerine, and it was shot all on iPhone five, and it's it's oh, such yeah, a yeah, good yeah. film. I mean, the
1: movie's good.
0: It's amazing, so good, and it's again set in L.A. And how shitty. It
1: <laughs> it's it's, i love this genre it's so cool Mm -hmm. i like seeing the underbelly i do enjoy that
0: well joe again thank you for submitting to us um really looking forward to more things that you do oh please
1: make another film please keep making
0: films i do stand by my touristic
1: comment Oh my gosh, I would love to see another film of this. And if it's if it's another
0: stream of consciousness thing, so be it. Jared will just I'll have be to be. I'll be ready. Through. I'll be ready this time. I'll be fucking ready, dude.
1: I'll be strapped in, motherfucker. All right, guys. Like, Let's you go. can find
0: us on Twitter at anyfilmpod. You can find us on Instagram at anyfilmreviewpod. review You can email us at theanyfilmreview
1: at gmail.com. Um, dates, deeds, and links, bro. Thank you so much, Dan. What a consummate professional. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who's been submitting films to us. Please rate us if you would like. Tell your friends about us if you would also like to do that. I would really, that would really help us. Um, thanks again, Dan. You have the final word.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Hey, do you is that my dog? Is that my dog that you stole and then somebody stole from you and you're giving it back to me?
1: Yeah, walk out into the front of the street. Just walk out into okay, the street. Okay, that's
0: right not going to do anything wrong. <laughs>